1: In season, is that we just keep telling our guys we will be a more explosive team at the end of the year. That's our goal. We want to peak in power and be as explosive and as fast as possible.
0: Today's Quick Cast episode is with Brian Hess, the head strength and conditioning coach at the University of North Carolina. This is taken from a session that I moderated at the Lawrence First and Goal Clinic. The entire clinic talk is available. On CoachTube and I will share that link in the show notes. You're going to want to check that out because Coach goes through the exact protocol that he talks about in this podcast. Coach points out that in their plan, they're going to account for growing during their in-season, during their competition periods. And so for UNC, that means the spring, that means fall camp, that means the season. When you think about all we do as football coaches, even at the high school level, we have a good portion of our year that's dedicated towards competition. We have to figure out ways how can we continue to advance and develop our athletes in strength and strengthen conditioning as we go. And that's what Coach covers here in this first segment.
1: We're going to look at, at the plan when we look at strength and conditioning. So we want to create a stimulus. So that's lifting, sprinting, jumping, throwing. Then we want to recover from that. So that's sleep, nutrition, then we adapt, we'll be stronger than we were before, and then we're going to repeat this over and over, right? So me as a strength coach, I want to be the best at programming. I want to create the best stimulus to achieve my goals. I want to be the best at educating our guys on how to recover through sleep, nutrition, and providing them the best nutrition. And then to repeat it over and over, I want to try to be the best at motivating, uh, to push our guys to repeat this process to the best that they can and, and maximize everything we do. It's not complicated, but it's not easy. Big picture, we have our winter. And in the winter, our goal is size and strength. We wanna build that engine. In the summer, we wanna fine tune it. So power, speed, agility. And then we get to the end season. We wanna keep the engine as big as possible. And we wanna continue to tune up. The way we look at it, more muscle mass equals more strength. More strength equals more power. More power equals speed and agility. So the takeaway is our message in season is that we just keep telling our guys we will be a more explosive team at the end of the year. That's our goal. We want to peak in power and be as explosive and as fast as possible.
0: In this next segment, Coach Hess explains what their in-season week looks like.
1: Looking at our in-season week, so once we get in-season, this is what our week's going to look like. Periods are five-minute periods, and that's how long practice is. So Sunday is 12 minutes. Tuesday is 24, that's our biggest practice. Wednesday is 20, Thursday 16, Friday 8. With our lifting for the travel team, we're gonna lift Sunday, and that's gonna be a long, about a 20 minute mobility session, followed by a full body lift. Um, It's gonna be more of a circuit style. Then we're gonna leave Tuesday alone for those guys. That's our big practice day. I want everything focused on practice. Wednesday, we'll do our lower body and some post work. Thursday is gonna be our upper body lift and recovery stations. Friday is off with our non-travel guys. Sunday is going to be a light day for them. It's probably their most recovered day because they they didn't do much on Saturday. We're going to have our biggest lower body day. Tuesday is a big practice, but we're going to get upper body in with those guys. Thursday is a lower uh, practice for those non-travel guys. We're going to go lower body and then we'll finish the week with an upper body lift on Friday. Um, The takeaway, make sure you guys are, are setting yourselves up to peak for game day.
0: Whether you are the head strength coach or, like most programs with limited budgets, you are a position coach who also serves as the strength coach, you have to understand the loads of the season. And that's exactly what Coach describes in this next segment.
1: Here's an overview of our practices. You want to have high weeks and low weeks. I have some of the things that we'll do to create that high low. We'll manipulate the time of pra- the periods within practice and we'll manipulate the number of periods we're going to have in the practice. And then acute chronic. And we the only thing that that means is we want to make sure we're checking ourselves so that we don't have any huge spikes where, say, we get to a bye week and then all of a sudden we're going to do three 24-period practices. That's going to be a huge spike in work, and we want to make sure that we avoid that. So this is all planned out pre-season, and... We, we, we have an idea of where we think we need to deload. We have an idea of where we think we need to drop periods. And it's not so much to peak for a specific game, but we want to just keep flowing back and forth. If we, if we were too high for too long, we're going to get fatigued. If we're too low for too long, we're going to get out of shape. So we want to just make sure we flow through the season in a way where we kind of stay right in the pocket, where each game we're peaked and we're in a good position. That acute chronic, again, we look at it, and then if we see we got no spikes, we move on. And and we'll adjust in season as need be, but the goal is to not be reacting. The goal is to already have it set so that we're moving in a way where we don't need to worry about backing way off or or being surprised by anything, but we're going to continue to watch all of those things to make sure that doesn't happen with individual athletes.
0: To begin his programming, Coach Hess wants to understand the demands of practice and how that's going to affect the load on the athletes. So in this next segment, he describes exactly how he looks at that to better understand what he's going to be able to do in the weight room with his guys.
1: All right, our high-low. So we'll do five-minute periods, and we'll do four-minute periods. But with that, on Tuesday, in our practice, we're going to have halftime in the middle of practice. During that time, we're going to get off our feet. We're going to eat, hydrate. So we're only going to impact the periods before halftime because after halftime, we get into team, Skelly, competitive things, and the coaches are going by scripts. So as we lead up to halftime, we'll either do five-minute periods or we'll do four-minute periods. And we like that flow because we're going to try to – the last period before halftime is going to be inside and and Skelly, and we want that as competitive. We're talking about finishing the half right. And then when we come out of halftime, it's going to be one-on-ones, and we're talking about coming out of halftime the right way. When we have a 24 period practice and we go five minutes, it's gonna be 120 minute practice. When we drop down to a four minute practice, it's gonna be a 108 minute practice. Wednesday is a 20 period practice. When we're five minutes, it's hundred minutes. And when we're four, it's 91, all right? So it's, again, it's just giving us a little bit of flow. And then on top of that, when we drop down to 22 periods on Tuesday, it's gonna give us an even bigger drop and an even more of a little bit flow, just decreasing that volume. As we go through the season, so you got uh, manipulating the length of periods and manipulating the number of periods uh, to put yourself in a good spot there.
0: In this next segment, Coach gives an overview of how they approach developing strength in season.
1: Taking a closer look at our strength, uh, we're going to go strength when we get into camp, we're going to go three weeks. Where we're going to go, we're going to be very smart with what we're doing just because that's such a a high intensity time for what we're doing on the field. We're going to go a set of three. Then we'll go two by two, then three by one. And we're using straight bar weight. All right. And we just want to touch on strength. Our second block of strength is going to be straight bar weight. So there's no chains or anything added. Uh, We're going to go three by two and then three by two, 72.5% on the bar and then 75 in our work sets, we're going to utilize coach's choice so that first work set the weight is written down on their sheet. We're going to watch that rep that set, and then we're going to recommend the next weight, and then we'll watch that second work set, and we'll recommend the weight for their last set. So it's 72.5 but we're going to bump it depending how they look that day and we've discussed as a staff, what we want that set to look that last set to look like, you know we don't want 10 out of 10. You know, we want eight out of 10, and we'll be talking to the athlete, making sure we're making great decisions. The goal is to beat the week before, but it doesn't have to. We're going to be, what's the right decisions for that athlete on that day? In our third strength block, we're going to go three by one, and we're going to add chains to this. So the goal of the chains is to make it lighter at the bottom of the movement and then heavier at the top. So we're going to put two chains when we squat, one chain when we bench. And again, we're going to utilize coach's choice, and we're going to push this pretty good, um, this, this block right here as far as moving some good weight. Uh, but again, it's specific to that athlete. It's specific to how they feel that day. But the goal is to try to keep progressing. You got our last strength block. We're going to go to two by two, uh, and we're going to go three chains on the bar, and we'll have two chains on the bar uh, when we go bench. Um, and the goal there is just to deload it a little bit more at the bottom and overload it a little bit more at the top. And again, that's just going to make the athlete's hips, their body feel a little bit better, but still achieving the goal of moving some really good weight. So takeaways, really low volume, utilize those coaches' choice, and utilize chains.
0: In this next section, coach gives an overview to their approach to
1: developing speed in the weight room. So here's taking a closer look at our speed. <clears throat> with our speed work, the last week of camp, I want to be my first week of speed. We're gonna do dynamic effort all through the summer, but we're gonna take a break from it as we go through camp, just because it, camp is such a, a challenging time. Uh, I wanna be really smart with that, but I don't want the first week I do dynamic effort to be our game week. So it'll be that last week of camp will always be the start of our speed. We're gonna go four by two, And I'm gonna have two chains on the bar for squat, one chain for bench. And we're gonna utilize tendo units, which measure bar speed. And for this first block, I'm gonna say uh, you're gonna start it at at 65, but then I want you to go as heavy as you can. The bar must move faster than 0.75 for squat, 0.65 for bench. And the reason for that is you can move at higher velocities through the greater motion and and more powerful lower body movements. So it's gonna be a little bit higher of a velocity. And again, we're going coach's choice. So we're going to watch that first set. And then we will tell them what weight to do every set from there on. The goal of the next week is to beat, to go heavier than you did the week before. But again, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, we're making great decisions and just getting the training done that we want to get done. When we get to the second speed block, we're going to go four by two again, but we're going to have two chains on. And now we're going to go 0.85 or 0.75 for the upper body right? So now it's going to be a higher velocity. So it's going to be a lighter weight. So like we talked about, I want to go decrease in that weight as I go through the season, but increasing the speed. And that's going to put us in a good spot for that. So we're going to do coach's choice. We'll watch that first rep. And then we're recommending the next set. uh, And we go right through those four work sets. In our third, we're going to go four by two, but now we're going to do a set weight. So it's 55% on the bar. We're going to have three chains on the bar for squat, two chains for bench, and we're not bumping. They're going to record their fastest rep for each set. And then the next week, they're trying to beat it, all right? So again, we're programming. It's all based off of being competitive with yourself. But again, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. Then it's going to be an automatic reload for the athlete, and they'll be in a good spot going into the next week. During this time, we're also going to add in a plyo. With the plyo, we got to make really good decisions with that. A med ball squat to press if you've got the space. We did a band assisted jump this year. And the reason we like that is that it, it's really easy on the body because you're decelerated on the way down. And also it's, it's a really fast explosive movement. So it, it, it's, it's great for being more dynamic. But again, the big thing is you gotta be really smart. You don't want someone getting hurt doing a box jump or hurdle hop. So just making good decisions with that. The last week, the last block of speed is gonna be four by one. 50% on the bar three chains. And again, record your fastest rep. Can you beat the week before? We're going to use that same plyo that we did in the second to last block. And we're really going to try to peak in that. That was something new we did this year. Normally I would only add a plyo to the last block, but there's a little bit of a learning curve there. So by doing it in the second to last block, it doesn't hurt you. It it certainly helps, but at least it, it gives you some exposure to that plyo. So when you get to that last block and you're really trying to peak, There's no learning curve. The the guys know exactly what they're doing and they get maximum benefit from it. And I think it was a good addition to that second to last speed set as well.
0: So there you have a very detailed approach to the in-season portion of your year. It's something that's a huge part of your year. So you wanna think about how you can improve your athletes, how you can continue to develop them year round. UNC doesn't take a maintain approach. They wanna continue to see growth. Again, the entire talk is available on CoachTube. I'll share that link in the show notes. You're going to want to check that out because it gives all the protocols, the exact things Coach is going to show you what the days look like and how they're going through their in-season, their competition periods. Check out all we're doing on coachandcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K Grabowski.